0: Hey, I'm Layla, and I'm Nasra. and, and you, you got this. this. So today we're gonna be talking about toxic masculinity. Um, but
1: first, let's catch up a little bit.
0: Layla, yeah. what's up? What's
1: been up with you? How's How has Ramadan been treating you? Girl, okay. So, um, everyone thought it was gonna start on Wednesday, right? Oh, I and remember that fiasco. I yes. was
0: pressed because my last AP test, my AP um language composition test, was on Wednesday, and I was like, I don't want yeah, do to have to. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> no, because everyone sat, like, because I was worried like the Tuesday, and I was like, I don't want to have to fa- have to have to fast for this test tomorrow. And then, um, I got word that like, oh, they like they didn't see the moon. Like it's good. Fast
1: starts on Thursday. So happy because we're making butter chicken in mm-hmm. my food's nutrition class, Ooh. and I was so sad that I was gonna miss it. But not. delicious, <laughs> scrumptious. It's weird. That there's there's hella like not
0: hella, but like some people did fast on Wednesday though. Yeah, some people did, but I don't know. They are like that incorrect. Did.
1: So but okay. It was, I mean, is it Do they still get it because the t- intentions were, were there? Yeah, I think they do. Okay, the intentions
0: were there, but like also the moon was not sighted, so I don't know what you're right. Going off right.
1: Yeah, like not to hate. But
0: <laughs> okay,
1: they just did it because yeah. that's what they were told, mm-hmm. and well, Google said that. But like, you cannot believe Google sure. with these type Google. of things. Sure. <laughs> 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 you can't believe Google with these type of things. You, you know? Really can't. Uh, so how was your weekend? What did you do? Um, I did Wiley's graduation. I on saturday uh, i was too tired i woke up and i was like i, I had a bad road that day and i was yeah, like i yeah, can't yeah. leave my bed no I, li- I had to break my fast that day because i literally almost passed out mm-hmm. and i was going to be singing with sophie mm-hmm. and so like i almost passed out and my voice was feeling dry i had to drink water mm-hmm. um so that went really really well it was really cute made okay. flower crowns it was adorable. Yeah. i did you dirty <laughs> um
0: my friend, because I saw my friend's we graduation like two years ago. Uh-huh. Um, she visited me after graduation. She had
1: a cute little fl- flower crowd. crown. Oh yeah, I have a everyone, video. i like, like was like, like. like, I still haven't gotten my ignite t shirt. Um, Dad, do you think they'll give me one? Were <laughs> you there? No. I mean, probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. They announced your name at the graduation, and had like your diploma and everything, and then, um, Anna just gave it to Reagan. <laughs> oh. Was it like an awkward silence? No. Okay. No, because there were a few people who weren't there, so. Yeah, so that's what I did Saturday, and then I slept over to my cousin's house, it was fun. Uh, Sunday, I I, li- I didn't do anything but watch TV, like, I, I just watched 13 Reasons Why Season 2. That's, that was such uh, trash. Uh, that when- show is problematic, but bro, you know I love trash. <laughs> you know I love trash. So, uh, I watched the whole thing, I watched mm-hmm. the whole season, and it's actually, um, there was a specific scene in it that, like, made, like, Made me think it'd be a good conversation for today because we're talking about toxic masculinity. Was
0: it the bathroom scene?
1: Oh, no, no, no. That was gruesome. That was so graphic. I, okay, like, I, not, not that one. I skipped that one. Okay,
0: so for anyone Did you listening, see it on yeah, because like all uh, the people I follow were like posting trigger warnings that there's this scene at like two, two at, minutes. Exactly. Is, it, is, is, it, is it at the end of It's At the end. So is it 48 minutes into the show? Like 38, I think. 38, yeah. 40. It's a number that ends with eight. Um. There's like a bathroom scene with someone, and like he's
1: like, is, it's like he's, is like, a a, he's like assaulted and se- sexually assaulted. It's yeah. so traumatizing. It's very. Graphic. I felt like it was unnecessary, mm-hmm. way too graphic, and I like literally almost threw up. I did not like it. It and, was like, awful. Did and it, he didn't deserve it at all. I feel like it didn't add anything to the. Show. It didn't add anything to the show other than make him want to shoot up the school. Like okay. that's it. Was, it. was it? Was it the boy with the eyebrows? I mean, whispering won't do it. They can still so hear <laughs>
0: you. Was <laughs> it the one with the eyebrows? I mean, the main character. What's his name? His uh, eyebrows. Alex. No, the main character. Clay.
1: Yeah, is it, mm-hmm. was it him? It wasn't Clay. It was um, spoiler, spoiler alert. Uh, if you don't want to get the show ruined for you, you just, like, re- skip read, ahead. Just skip a ahead a, a little seconds. bit. Um, um, I'll let you know when. Yeah. Um, but it was Tyler. Mm-hmm. Which one's Tyler? Tyler's the one with the camera. The one who like took all the pictures, the <gasps> curly haired one. No. Yeah. And he he was weird and he was low-key a but he did not deserve that. Like it would did not add anything to the plot other than make me want to kill Monty. Because Who's Monty? Monty's a football. He's a baseball player who is like basically Bryce's bitch boy. Is he a new character? Uh he was there last season, but he was not he like he was just someone on the baseball team. Okay. Who was a piece of shit. Like, and he went off. Oh no, they played baseball. He I'm pretty sure played off. basketball. That show made me so mad. But anyway, we're off topic. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, spoilers over. The, the scene, Sorry. The scene I was talking about was... Yeah. Oh, no. Spoilers not over. Oh, never spoilers mind. not over. Um, the scene I was talking about was Zach and Hannah at the movie theater. Zach came to the movie theater with all of his friends, and he saw Hannah there, and him and Hannah had been in this whole relationship in the summer, and he didn't want any of his friends to know. So when they're walking out of the movie theater, because um, for those who don't know what the show is, basically, Hannah was labeled the school slut, so he thought he was, he was like, embarrassed to, like, let his friends know, even though it was his friends who made up the rumor, but that's besides the point. Um, oh, my God. He, like, said, oh, I forgot my wallet in the theater, and he went back, and he talked to Hannah. It was just, like, a ruse to just go back and talk to her. And he, like, talked to her, and he was like, oh, yeah, like, do you want to hang out here? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Basically, he didn't want to, like his group to see him talking to this girl and it would be like damaging to his rep damaging to like his masculinity to be hanging with like a slut um so like that's what we're talking about today we're talking about toxic masculinity i felt like it was a pretty good segue so do you want to tell us what toxic masculinity is? Yes, um, the dictionary definition of toxic masculinity, um, it refers to the traditional and cultural masculine norms in American and European society that can be harmful to men, women, and society overall. And um, Layla was telling you earlier about how she do- disagrees with the dictionary definition. We both do actually, but Layla, I'll yeah, like explain.
0: Um. Okay. So basically, like in layman's terms, that means just like the societal expectation and pressure on men to be emotionally unavailable and aggressive and how it negatively affects men, women, and society as a whole. Um, and so that, defini- that definition singles out specifically Western cultures, American and European society. And I disagree with that because um, toxic masculinity is a global thing and it's something that affects cultures all around the world, even non-Western cultures. Mm-hmm. And it's something that
1: I know is like particularly like um, rampant in like African communities. Definitely. And it's not even something to g- disagree about. It's simply fact um like simply stated that's just how it is it's a global issue and the reason i brought up that scene from 13 reasons why is because um we were discussing earlier how like zach's friends were bullying hannah and zach was letting it happen even though he wouldn't do that in like a personal setting when it Mm -hmm. was just him and her and um that like brings into like the we're going to talk about like the who what when where why of toxic masculinity so that brings in like the where because it like is very obvious that it's is more rampant in group settings and the hive mentality can make someone more prone to like behave in dangerous ways that like toxic masculinity molds to so it's i was just bring i was just referring to that particular scene because i felt like it was clear that there was like a group mentality thing going on and that um they were all a bunch of like hyper alpha males who could not have like their masculinity damaged especially by this girl who the school deemed a slut so I just, yeah, that's why I was referring to that scene specifically, because it was, like, a very clear group mentality type thing.
0: Yeah, and I think it's just so interesting, like you said, how it is, like, a group like uh-huh. a group thing and how, like, a lot of men won't be like that yeah. when they're alone. And what you were saying with, um, what's his name, Zach? Zach. Yeah. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, that reminded me of, so I recently just finished reading uh, Redefining Realness by Janet Mock who is this amazing woman, um, and so she, she's a trans woman of color, she's, uh, black and Hawaiian, and she grew up in Hawaii, and she, um, so she was a sex worker, and she was, like, involved with, like, that, that group of people, or she was, and so there was, um, in her book, she was talking about how, like, there was, um, like, a specific place that she would go, and, like, even if she was not, like, working that night, or, like, before she, like, started, um, started, to do sex work, she would just go there to be around, like, other trans women, it was kind of, like, a space for her to exist, and she was, um, in her book, she mentioned how, like, a lot of the times, like, these men would drive by and, like, harass them, like, groups groups of men in cars would, like, throw things or harass them, and then later, like, one of the men would, like, come back, because he would be, like, their date, and he would, like, be a regular, mm-hmm. and it was just so interesting, because it's, like, it happens in so many different kinds of girl, really. really? My bad. <laughs> It is not that hard to turn your volume
1: off. Sorry. Anyways. Continue.
0: Um, it's just, it was so interesting to me because, like, in so many different settings and cultures, it's just, like, men in groups are always more vicious than, like, a man alone. Mm-hmm. And that's so interesting to me. Because, like, not to say that, like, a man alone can't be dangerous and can't do harm, because that's, that's, that's not, not what I'm saying. And that's not true. But, like, men in groups, in my experience and in the experiences of others that I've witnessed and have been, like, informed about.
1: They do tend to be more dangerous. And, and it's not and just, rude. like, anecdotal evidence. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, psychology states, like, it's it's been, fr- not psychology states, <laughs> psychology <psychologians>, said Psychology <laughs> said this. No, it's not like that. But, like, there's been, like, multiple proven studies that, like, group mentality is a thing and that, like, hive mind is a thing and it affects not only men, it affects women as well, but definitely what Layla's saying, that, like, men can be more vicious when in a group setting because there's, like, there's more men to encourage each other and they, like, build off of each other. Are you playing Harry no! Potter? No! What are you doing? I just got
0: a notification. And I wanted to check it. Guys, so, You don't so. have to call me out like
1: that. <laughs> they can't see us. Put Harry Potter down. This is an important discussion. I just wanted Anyways. to check the notification. Girl, least after, why did it be? No, you were coming after At me. At least you might disturb the thing Because whole of a show. notification and anyway. you're out here playing Harry Potter Anyways. anyway. Anti waves. Anyway. Maybe lose my train of thought. As important. I was saying I was as I was saying, yes, I agree that like with Layla that like it's been proven time and time again that men in group settings can be and will most likely be more vicious than when they are on their own and that's because there's more of them to encourage and there's more of them to like build the energy off of and they just don't want to embarrass themselves. So Yeah. On to like who it affects Layla, do you want to like go into like the who of toxic masculinity, like who what demographics is it affecting? Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, so toxic masculinity really affects everyone because it is, like, a societal thing and it's a systemic thing and there's no one, and so everyone has had some, like, interaction with it, whether they, like, want to or not, and so for me, I want to focus on, like, right now, like, mainly how it affects men and, like, young boys because, like, toxic masculinity and this, like, constant pressure to be, like, aggressors, um, and not, not even necessarily aggressors, but to just, to not be emotional and to not show any feminine traits or any, like, any, like, ounce of femininity, it affects young boys because it's, like, femininity and masculinity aren't things that belong specifically to men and women. Like, the problem is that, like, people assign femininity to womanhood and masculinity to manhood, and and that's not... those two things, like, aren't... they're they're not... they're mutually exclusive, is what I'm trying to say. They can exist without each other, and a man can be feminine and not be any less of a man, and vice versa. And so just, um... I think it affects young boys like for me it bothers me the most when it affects young boys because children are born like encompassing like masculinity and femininity in the way that they're they're meant to as people Mm -hmm. and a lot of the times if like if that means for a young boy to be feminine or to like not be masculine in certain ways that he's expected to be it gets beaten out of them Mm -hmm. and the expectations
1: definitely affect the outcomes and Mm -hmm. when you're like growing up in a, in, when you're growing up in an environment that, like, keeps you in the role of the super predator, that doesn't, it, you're not going to get out of that glass ceiling type mm-hmm. situation, so I feel like it's it's very, it, it really, like, disappoints me when we talk about things that, like, when we, when, not, not when we talk, when we don't talk about, like, how it affects young boys and young children, like, it, it's. It's a massive factor in like the way you grow up and the way you, like your emotional availability is set up as a child. It's about for the formative years, and so yeah, that's just.
0: And it affects like young boys and men of like different races differently because mm-hmm. there are like different expectations and like stereotypes. A like, aspect of it. Yeah, like put on like men of different races, and it's so interesting because it's like this whole spectrum where like black men and brown men like in particular are, like expected to be like hyper masculine aggressors and they're expected to be dangerous. But like Asian men, um, for example, like they're stripped of their masculinity mm-hmm. and they're like we're like they're seen as like especially in like media, they're seen as like not masculine and like not sexual in the way that like a man can be if mm-hmm. he wants to be. And so it's just it's one thing to note that like toxic masculinity, yes, it does affect all men, but it affects all men differently because it plays into different stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And um so last year, last um yeah, so last spring, a year ago, I took an English class and it was like a creative writing class and we were allowed it it was interesting because we were given a lot of free range in what we wanted to do and I decided to write an essay on black boy joy and toxic masculinity within black men and how the black men in my life um like escape that and how they choose not to encompass that and how they how they fill in like feminine and masculine roles in their own ways and so I asked like um I talked to like different men um that come from completely different backgrounds and i interviewed them and it was really great and i talked about racialized masculinity and racialized stereotypes within masculinity and um it was cool because like i got to present it to my class and i was so interesting it was it was a weird presentation. The teacher had us like stand up in front of the class and read our essay aloud. Oh, like no. what? I, we, yeah, it was weird. But okay, so did you have to
1: write it in like a verbal way? Or no, like... it was an essay that <laughs> I stood up and read to them. Oh no. <laughs> um, and it was really weird because my teacher,
0: um, you would think like as a man he would be able to recognize and identify the ways that toxic masculinity has affected him, and to an extent he did, but he did not want to see um that's my mom sorry he didn't want he did not want to see how um it was racialized and he didn't want to see how it would affect black men differently and he straight up told me he was like so you're telling me if a large white man and a large black man are running at someone it's going to be perceived differently and I was like yeah that's exactly what, I'm that, that's you. Exactly what I said did were, I you stutter? About, were you about <laughs> listening in the last 15 minutes like <laughs> d- was there a typo like was there confusion and he was just it was so interesting because he was denying that it was racialized, and I was like, you have to understand that, like, yes, there are stereotypes that, like, most men um, have to deal with, but then there's also stereotypes that black men in particular have to deal with that no other group deals with mm-hmm. because of the history of black men in this country and because of the history of black um, anti-blackness globally.
1: Uh-huh.
0: There's just certain things that black men have to deal with, and there's certain things that, like, certain men have to deal with that other men don't have to, and he didn't want to accept that. And so that was, um, it was really interesting to stand there and have to like, because I was a Running Start student, uh, and so I was like the youngest person in the class, and to stand there and have to like defend myself to this, like, this, uh, he was probably 40, but he looked 60, um, <laughs> to this grown ass man. And like, there were black people in the classroom, there were black men in the classroom that raised their hand, and they're like, yeah, bitch, like, what I you think? It. Like, and he just did not want to believe anyone, and it was just, oh man, boy cannot get it. The white people, well, white men. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Um, and so it's just it affects dif- it affects all men, and it's just it's so interesting because of like, because of the intersections of race. Um, like white men can still benefit from toxic masculinity, even though mm-hmm. it hurts them. They can still benefit from racialized toxic masculinity, and I think that's something that's really important to like note and to remember. It's such a slippery slope
1: very mm-hmm. intricate issue um but okay so we covered who what, what what we did when and where right we did when we didn't do where we didn't wait oh like where like globally
0: yeah like so oh. um so like where this isn't this is it's not only a hard. question we it's, can answer yeah, it's but not like i'm um, a
1: question that's like
0: but, like where does it happen on like a scale beyond of like beyond school and beyond work like where does
1: it happen in like media i feel like it's able to manifest more in western media um so like it's like within like rap music and like movies and tv shows it's able to it's able to manifest and show itself more in western media but i definitely think it's more rampant in other societies and other cultures i just think it shows itself more publicly in western media and that's probably like why the um the dictionary definition said in european and american cultures Mm -hmm. this is the way this is and um i think they just they just like mean they what they should have said is that it's just more obvious within the mainstream media within like the western societal culture but um honestly i would i respectfully
0: disagree Nessa. Oh. i would say that i think the reason that they highlighted on um, western culture
1: is that it was coming from like a western centric like a Eurocentric perspective well that's definitely well that's definitely but, like, a factor like you always have to think of like who's writing the uh-huh. articles and who's like writing the definitions it's always going to be biased because of who it's coming from so you're right like, yeah. I did not I didn't think of that as a factor. I think I subconsciously thought yeah. of that cuz you're always thinking about how it's biased mm-hmm. because of who it's coming from. I definitely agree yeah. that they were thinking of it from like a Eurocentric type mm-hmm. thing, mindset.
0: And like I would even say that like um like misogyny and masculinity um toxic masculinity I mean to say is more insidious in western culture. I would mm-hmm. say we're at a point where um like corporations and like television shows and things like that, they're not going to benefit off of like blatant, ma- blatant misogyny. They're not going to mm. benefit from blatant like toxic masculinity. It's more covert and it's more insidious, I would say, in Western culture where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in other culture, even like not even like beyond media and like in the language, unless someone is like a gross like sexist that like Nobody everyone can like agree. Them. Yeah, like I think it's very easy because it's like most men in most women, everyone. has has, like, sexist and, like, misogynistic, like, biases inside of them that they don't realize, and or maybe they realize them when they're actively trying to, like, fight against them, uh-huh. but it's, like, it's really insidious even in our language, where it's, like, or, like, in our, like, just thoughts when we see people, but I do think there are other cultures um, where it is, like, very overt. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Um. Honestly, but I, but what I want to ask is, do you think it's worse
1: or better if it's more overt or covert. Um, I I I think it's it's better if it's covert, and it's not like saying that like the situation itself is better, but it's it's just saying that like the I feel like it's easier to fight it off if it's like I feel like it's easier to fight it off if it's more obvious that it's happening, you know. Mm-hmm. So like with like with like ra- I want to relate it back to like whenever I see like racism, like you know how like there's that one MLK quote that's talking about like how the white moderate is worse than like any any KKK member anyone who's blatant what they're oh, so is the in. worst thing to fear is the white the, the white the white moderate yeah, yeah. because was that MLK? okay that wasn't okay that wasn't okay mm-hmm. it was okay, <laughs> okay it, no I, I just <laughs> okay Martin say that <laughs> no but like um yeah I, I definitely agree with that because like once if it's more obvious like you know what to do mm-hmm. like you know how to combat that but like if it's if it's, like, more slit under the rug, if it's more, like, sugar-coated, like, how do you target that head-on? How do you be, like, aggressive about trying to combat it when it's, like, not even obvious and whatever system is enforcing it or a person that's enforcing it could, like, find loopholes or, like, make it, make it so, like, oh, that's not what I was doing or this is not what I was doing. Like, at least if it's obvious, you can find certain ways to try to combat it. Even if it's, even if it's awful, even, like, if what the person is doing is awful, it's better than, like, making it out that you're not this when you are mm-hmm. you know
0: and like honestly it's more to me it's more exhausting because it, it takes time to mentally process like was that like it, it, did they say what no, I no, like no, no. yeah it takes mm-hmm.
1: time to like cuz you don't expect it from wherever yeah. it's coming from if it's like if it's um less obvious you're not mm-hmm. going to expect it from where yeah. it came from so like i and feel it like it hurts more cuz yeah. it could come from someone that's close to you yeah so you're like wait like what what, what just happened you have to process it and mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's in your face you're like damn like i gotta fight that yeah but like if it's not you're like what should i do like, like you what have happened to take like time to like it's mentally yeah. taxing because you have to take time to ponder over mm-hmm. what you should do what just happened how it happened like and then like you have to go to the thing of like did it even happen did like it am, happen? I am, I reading am i crazy into this? am i crazy yeah I looking in am i overanalyzing mm-hmm. and it like, makes you feel like you've done something wrong and that you're like targeting this person who hasn't done anything wrong when it's actually, like, them being, like, mm-hmm. slightly misogynist or slightly racist or, like, this. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because, like, maybe even the person that's, like, um, perpetuating this didn't might not even know. It. It's and so, like, and then you end
0: up, like, getting angry with someone that, like, didn't, didn't intend to like they didn't and didn't intend they to, like, hurt this. you. And so it's, like, it's really frustrating and it's hard to try to, um... It's a hard thing to try to, like, keep up with mm-hmm. always emotionally. And I know it's, like... And it's, even if it's, like, not happening to you, if it's something you constantly see it, like, it feeds into you, and you start, like, believing these things, and you start feeling like you should be doing these things. Like, one thing I see all the time, like, especially, like, in relating to toxic masculinity, because, like, I love watching romantic movies, movies. I love rom-coms, and so, like, something I see all the time is, like, the, um, the persistent, like, nice guy, where, like, he just keeps asking her out, he keeps asking her out, he keeps, like, wearing her down until she, like, just decides to settle for him. And it's, like, it's really gross, because it's someone literally not taking no for an answer until someone decides to be with them, and it's
1: frustrating, because it's it's painted to be literally, like, a romance, and it's painted no, yes. to be something that we should want. It paints it so, like, the nice guy feels, like, the, that because he's nice, he's nice, he is owed sex or a mm-hmm. relationship, which is not true, you're not owed anything for being a decent person, you're not gonna get yeah. a slap on the back, like, <laughs> <do> you, <laughs> like, maybe some good karma, I don't know, but, like. It, you're not owed shit for that. Like, I don't understand why it keeps like constantly perpetuating this this ideal for like men. You just gotta just keep trying, and like you know she'll break down eventually, and she's just playing hard to get, and she's doing this and she's doing that. Like, no, mm-hmm. she, maybe she just doesn't like you. Have you ever thought exactly. of that? Exactly. Like, like, maybe you're really not that cute, or like that ri- funny, or like that, or that smart. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Richard. It's not that hard to understand. Mm. If she said no, she means no. She does not mean, oh, but I wanted you to come back. Oh, mm-hmm. but I wanted you to try harder. Oh, but, no! No! Like, it's not, it's not, it's mm-hmm. not, like, it's not a thing. That's not. And it's,
0: it's so frustrating because it's, like, as, like, a young girl watching these movies, I was meant, I was made to feel like, oh, maybe I should. like I bought into I, it. I bought, like, into, I bought it. into it. I was like, oh, maybe, like, no does not, no doesn't really mean no, and, like, maybe I should just, like, Given to, like, a man. And it's really frustrating, and it's so gross to think that, like, I was, like, oh. literally, like, seven, eight, nine years old watching these movies thinking, like, yeah, that's how, like, that's how
1: healthy relationships should Dude, be. as a child bought it to everything. And mm-hmm. especially when had came around. Ooh, Girl. My, I, my idea of a healthy relationship, like, oh it my it Crash like, and like, burned. Like, like, I don't know how the it? hell I thought that was a healthy relationship. Like, it's disgusting when I think about it now. Yeah. I don't know what I... I mean, it wasn't something that was wrong with me. It was mm-hmm. me, like, paying attention to, like, the modern modern society and how the way, like, the way everything worked and, like, me paying attention to modern mainstream things and, like, trying to get on the bandwagon and then getting stuck in the bandwagon. I'm dead. <laughs> so, like, I hopped on the bandwagon thinking I can c- control it. No, 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 no. It took over my life. Uh, mm-hmm. And I really got this warped idea and ideal of a healthy relationship when that's really the farthest it could be. Like, I really thought abusive, verbally, emotionally abusive relationships we're the way to go cuz that mm-hmm. means they really love you. I hate Wapad. Oh my god, what? <laughs> <Stan> <laughs> Hulture, but I still love it. <laughs> you're disgusting. I know. Stan culture I, I do not so read gross. the same things I used to read, but Girl, stan culture is disgusting.
0: But like it's frustrating cuz like just like going back to like the topic of like even like movies and media cuz it's like as young women we we believed that like we were supposed to be submissive and so eventually given but like on the other hand, like a young man watching that like a young boys like being told that like you have to be persistent and that, like, no doesn't mean no, and, like, and women rejection like, isn't really real. And
1: women, like, like mm-hmm. rude, rude, bad days. Yeah, ways.
0: and it's, like, it's so scary because they're conditioning men to be aggressive and to be, like, these hostile, like, pe- like, these hostile people where it's, like, they're being told that, like, no doesn't mean no, and so they can't grasp the concept of rejection, and so you get, you, like, end up with these men that are, like, so, like, Bought into the idea that like all women want them and all women want Mm -hmm. to be with them and to have sex with them and that so like when they real like when they come across a woman that like actually like is like no thank you Sarah like thank you for your advance but no what the
1: fuck I was nice to you Mm -hmm. like why aren't you having sex with me like what the hell it and like it's so gross and it's
0: so scary because it's like things like like it's rejecting a man literally like lead Lead to your death yeah and it's so horrifying because like every day i read about these things where it's like a young girl it's like young girls like teenage girls our age will be like rejecting these grown-ass men and they'll like beat them up or like they'll kill them or like they'll do something horrific to them and even like with like the santa fe shooting last week like one of the victims rejected the shooter yeah and he shot up a school like and it's just it's So disgusting! What happens when like young
1: men and just when young men think that they're like owed owed actually like owed anything like when yeah if you're gonna be a good person be a good person and yeah people should respect you back but we don't they don't owe you anything more than that
0: and they're not and what's worse than that is like yes when they are rejected rejection sucks I get that but like and then on top of that they're not given an outlet to like deal with that and they're not given like a space to feel the rejection and to feel their pain because immediately they're taught to turn things into aggression and into anger and so when they feel something that they think that they shouldn't ever have to feel in life but yet here
1: it is they feel the need to lash out and Mm -hmm. attack other people because they don't know how to deal with it head-on because they were never taught to and it's horrifying it's yeah it's a vicious cycle it's a vicious cycle
0: and it's i don't know it's just it's so gross and it is so weird that like
1: romance i don't i just i don't understand like romance culture like like, uh, rom-com culture. I don't, I don't get it. And it's, like, it's... I bought into it, <sighs> like, I can't even tell you, like, how many rom-coms I've seen, how God. many... the Hallmark walk- Channel, I The love Hallmark Channel. Lifetime, well, ha- me. Lifetime had me hooked. You could not tell 10-year-old You cannot nothing. tell 10-year-old me that, like, Nancy the babysitter wasn't about to kill the whole family and that I wasn't about to be there for the whole thing. <laughs> like, oh, God. like, it's really, it's, 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 it's a large, large issue, and me as a child did not realize that. And, like, now, if I'm, like, reading a Wattpad book and I see some shit Mm -hmm. that's, like, uncalled for and that's, like, wild that I would have as, like, Mm -hmm. an 11-year-old girl, like, oh, my God, that's so cute. I literally gag at it now. And I, like, throw that book away. Even,
0: like, beyond Wattpad, because, like, I understand, like, a lot of Wattpad is written by, like, teenagers teenagers. and, like, young adults that are, like, being, like, that have been, like, conditioned to believe the same Uh things that we were. It's, like, when you read, like, actual, like, published books books written by adults... And like it's about first of all like I think it's so weird when like grown ass men write about like teens having sex, like, okay, John Green <laughs> John Green <laughs> But like I'm talking to you. It's so gross and it's so weird when they like especially go on to depict these unhealthy relationships and they go on to like paint these like weird like um these weird like imbalances between like men and women in relationships and it's just so gross. <sighs> John Green. And I just <laughs> It's, I think it's worse when it's an actual book. It's, like, yeah, like, when it's on Wattpad or, like, some sort of, like, fanfiction site. Like, I understand because it's, like, young kids writing to other young kids. And yeah. it's, like, these people that don't know any better. But, like... they, uh, But they like, have time
1: to grow. Yeah. This is grown-ass people who have been formed. Like, who mm-hmm. have, like, already... they Who already have, like, their consumptions, cr- conceptions of the world. Already have their opinions. Already have their ideals. And are writing these books and are writing these, like, mm-hmm. love scenes of teenagers. And we're, like, um... Yeah. Okay, John Green, you need to yeah. take it down three notches. It's weird.
0: Anyways, um, so I think it's kind of clear from what we've talked about, um, up until now. But why do you think it's important to address toxic
1: masculinity? Um, I th- I definitely think it's important to address because then we can begin to, we can't we can't undo what's already happened, but we can begin to like start the healing process of trying to like reverse the harmful. Um, results of toxic masculinity and we can begin to try to start like normalizing like men crying and like Mm -hmm. men wearing the color pink and like that kind of stuff that seems like it'd be, like, so, like, that seems like minutia, but it's actually really, really important, and really, really, like, you're missing out if you don't cry. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't cry, I feel bad for you, because is so it's very body. good, like, good it's for cleansing. your body, it's cleansing, it's cathartic, ooh, ooh. okay, um. uh, I'll finish my thought, but, like, crying is very cathartic, it's very cleansing, and I feel like if you can't do that, then, like, what are you gonna do with your emotions, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel it's important to talk about things like toxic masculinity because then it begins to like deconstruct the normalized standard and it begins to start telling men that hey it's okay to do this even though everyone tells you that like it's it's not manly or it's not this or it's mm-hmm. not that
0: you know and like talking about it it allows us to like start like e- like yeah like it helps us heal the people like uh, like everyone, everyone that's already been affected because by cuz everyone's it. already
1: been affected but by like
0: it. it allows us to also like start to bring up this like new generation of children uh-huh that aren't going to be, like, conditioned to believe that, like, no doesn't mean no, and aren't going to be conditioned to believe that, like, men are entitled to something, that men have to be aggressors, and that, like, all these, like, se- separate stigmas, like, affect, like, men of color.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, I just think that, it's like, it all starts with a conversation. Yes, yeah. definitely. And so, um, that ring-a-ding-ding. <laughs> <laughs> that are our cue. So. Uh, to wrap up. But, um, I just want to leave everyone with the thought that like every like conversations are important and it is important to have conversations but to like not feel forced when you like not to feel forced to have a conversation with someone that you don't feel comfortable with like mm-hmm. let's say like like you do have a weird interaction with a man mm-hmm. like you don't need a help conversation them. isn't necessarily it's not then, and it's not gonna really help but a conversation might help you with someone else later uh-huh yeah um so uh that's the end of our episode um I do want to tell you guys that we uh, w- i know we're supposed to record weekly but because our internship with foundry 10 is going to be ending soon our episodes will be released more on like a need-to-know basis and so like when you need to know we'll, we'll let we'll, you we'll know tell you. we'll tell you <laughs> um but don't worry we'll still be around and we'll still be here talking to you
1: ranting to you yes 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 so yeah once again i'm nesra and i'm layla and, and you got this, this.